Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the 82nd Psalm. And we've looked at the first four verses. We've spent the last couple of episodes looking at them. And we have seen some really interesting, intriguing things, which I know I keep driving home, right? I keep making the point. But I have found this to be just so foundational in my understanding of so many portions of Scripture that I think it's really important for us to understand. And what that is is what we saw in the very first verse of Psalm 82. It says this, God has taken his place in the divine council. In the midst of the gods, he holds judgment. The big, big thing I wanted us to see from the get-go is that God has a divine council. He's in the midst of the gods. That's a little G-O-D-S in the English language. But that's the same Hebrew word that describes God at the first part of the verse. So God, that Hebrew word is Elohim, is judging among the gods, and that word is Elohim. And so we learn from this and other portions of Scripture the Elohim is actually, can I say, a class of creation, a, 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 a particular kind of creature. I like to think of human beings, divine beings. You know, the idea that there's two different kind of beings here. Uh, but then people want to lump things like angels, seraphim, and all that into the divine beings. Well, no, not necessarily. God is very creative, okay? And sometimes we err by trying to limit him. So God has a divine counsel. And here's what he was saying to that divine counsel. Verse 2, God says this, How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? So this divine counsel had been showing uh, partiality to wicked people, and they had been judging unjustly. Some of the divine counsel, some, all, we're not sure. I think it's probably just some of the divine counsel. Uh, I'm going to say some, uh, a few of them, because we don't know how many there are, had been placed over the nations. You see that in Deuteronomy 32. They had been placed over the nations uh, after the Tower of Babel when the people rebelled against God and said, we don't want you to, we're not going to do what you tell us to do. And God said, okay, you want other gods? I'll give you these other gods. And he did. And these other gods rebelled against God. So now they're judging unjustly. Now they're showing partiality to the wicked. And then in the last couple episodes, we looked at verses 3 and 4 that show us what they should have been doing. It actually shows us what we do. There's other portions of Scripture that say the same type of thing. But here's what God wanted them to do. Verse 3, give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. So you have this little bookend of thought here that at the very beginning he's saying, hey, you're showing partiality to the wicked and what you should be doing is delivering them from the hand of the wicked. Remember, we've been looking at God delivering. And that's what brings us to this passage right here, Psalm 82. I find it interesting that God says, hey, give justice. Maintain right. Do what's right. Do justice. Rescue folks. Deliver folks. But you see that there are still weak. There are still orphans. There are people that will be afflicted. There are people that are destitute. There are people that are poor. There are people that are weak. There are people that are needy. It seems to be uh, the state of affairs of the vast majority of life for mankind. 
And he's saying, you know what? You should be helping in this, and you're not. So let's press on. In verse 5, this is said. Now, this is interesting. In the King James and New American Standard, it just sort of uh, keeps on rolling right here. They don't uh, put quotation marks uh, around these things, okay? In other words, you can't really tell um, what God has said and what he hasn't said. In the ESV, in the Lexham, verses 2, 3, and 4 are quoted as being spoken by God. And then verse uh, 5 stands alone and says this, They have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. So who's saying this? Well, it's not quoted by God here in the ESV or the Lexham. Uh, it's probably the psalmist that's stating the affairs of what's going on, that these folks that need rescuing and delivering and that need justice, okay, they don't have understanding. They don't know what's going on. They're walking about in darkness. And he says all the foundations of the earth are shaken. Now, the divine beings would have had some understanding, okay? When it says right here, they have neither knowledge nor understanding, probably speaking about those that are weak. So God picks it up in verse 6, and the Lord says this, I said, you are God's sons of the Most High, all of you. Nevertheless, like men, you shall die and fall like any prince. Is that not wild? So here God is saying this, and this is actually in quotations, the New American Standard, ESV, and the Lexham, that God's saying, and he's saying this to the divine council, it says, you are like God's. Okay? You are God's. You're sons of the Most High. All of you. All of you. This He says, but nevertheless, nevertheless, however, you will die like men and fall like any prince. That gives us some little hints here and some little insights into some things. Um, that these Elohim were like God. Apparently, they were not going to die. These divine beings were going to live forever and ever. But now, remember, the start of the verse was what? The start of the uh, psalm, that God is judgment. He holds judgment. Well, because they were showing partiality to the wicked, because they were not judging rightly, he's now saying then, you know what? You're God's. You're Elohim. Okay? You are Elohim. It's the same word. You're Elohim. You're sons of the Most High. It gives us insight. Sons of the Most High God. huh? He says all of you are, but nevertheless, like men, you shall die and fall like any prince. These divine beings, these Elohims, God judged them and determined that they would die like men and fall like any prince. That they would die corporeally, because they, they'd taken on the forms of bodies, apparently, and were doing some things on the earth. See that in Genesis 6, but in some other places, some things too. But now he's saying, you're going to die. Of course, that begs all sorts of questions. If they're going to die, is this like an eternal death, an eternal annihilation? <clears throat> or when they die, where do they go? Are these the ones that go into the abyss? Okay, are these the ones that go into the underworld? What is that all about? <clears throat> I don't know. We'll have to chase that around sometime, won't we? Then the last verse of the psalm says this. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit all nations. So this is the psalmist coming back and declaring this thing. Remember, this was a psalm of Asaph. And so he comes along and declares this great and marvelous truth. Just think about this. The Spirit of the Lord moves upon Asaph. 
moved upon this psalmist and revealed this to him and revealed what was happening in the heavenly unseen realm there, revealed what was going on, revealed this judgment upon these uh, Elohim that they would become like men, that they would die. The psalmist's declaration, it's like a doxology. It's a proclamation. Arise, O God, judge the earth. He's saying, God, go for it. Yes, Lord, judge them. Judge the earth and judge these things, for you shall inherit the nations. And then he declares that the Lord himself will inherit the nations, which is something we know all the way back from Genesis 12 and Genesis 15, right? Anyway, Psalm 82, a very, very, very pivotal psalm for the understanding of what's happening in the realm in which we can see and the realm into which we cannot see. I really encourage you to spend some time with it. Again, if you're interested in learning more about it, there are resources available that I can uh, guide you toward. So just contact me. I'll let you know. Okay. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.